0: In-Saw's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. So we're pumped to have a very special guest in studio with us for the first time in studio. Coach Brian Hodson, who's the new A-State men's basketball coach, the head coach. Finally, we get you in the studio, man. It's good to see you in person.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a good morning. Good morning, both of you. Easy trip for me. I I live about five minutes around (laughs) the corner. So uh, this worked out well. Thanks for having me.
0: We talked about that, I guess, at a football game. I'm like, hey, we want to have you on the show. And and coach who's new to town said, "Uh, which, you know, where's the radio station? I said, right on Parker Road. He's like, I live right behind you. I pass you every (laughs) single day. So then I had to twist his arm to get him to come into the studio. You're yeah. kind
2: of changing your tone a little bit now that he's actually in the room. Well, what do you mean? You've been running your mouth no, all morning about no, it. Oh, no. my
0: goodness. All uh-huh. I said was that, that, that you might be a tad bit intimidating.
2: Well, that, and he's been imitating your voice, which, by not. the way, you no. sound nothing
0: like him. Oh, wait, i got to hear this. You, no, yeah, go ahead. so See, this is not how we want to do this. Oh, oh
2: it is no, how I want to do it. No, but, Why don't you go ahead and, and let him hear all what I you said, were doing this morning? All
0: I said was that I was told that I better do a good interview or I'm going to break your knuckles and you're going to forget about
2: it. Yeah, he acts like you're from another country for some reason. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what it is, but...
0: Um. <clears throat>
1: well, it's it's funny story about that. So we get hired at Alabama, yeah. and uh, you know, Nate Oates gets the head coaching job at Alabama, and we're leaving Buffalo to go down there. They send a, a, a jet to pick us up, and um, our first function, which they didn't tell me about, uh, was a uh, at the athletic director's house. And it was a bunch of the big donors. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, and so I'm thinking I'm going to get off this plane, go to a hotel, be able to get a shower, wake uh-huh. up and start everything in the morning. So I'm wearing like a Nike track suit. Right. Um, and they're like, well, no, actually, by the way, we're going to go to the athletic director's uh-huh. house and you're going to meet all the donors. Uh, So Nate's in a suit, of course, but I am not. So I walk in in this track jacket and uh, they all thought I was Nate's bodyguard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So Nate introduced me
1: as his uh, as his assistant coach and everybody was kind of thrown for a loop.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's fun. So the first time I saw you, I guess it was at the spring game, right? Because I'd seen you at the press conference. I'm like, okay, he's a big old dude. Right. And I told uh, Kelly. So I did wrestling before I did this. I'm like, I just have this vibe that we would click because like the way I hear him and like his demeanor, I feel like you could have been a wrestler too back in the day. And then I stood next to you at the spring game and I thought, good grief, this guy's a monster. I think I joked about, Hey, can you kind of squat to take a picture with me for a second? (laughs) Uh, So we had Jeff Purinton in last week. Okay. Uh, And we're talking about how he really has seen your career from when you got to Alabama and he was kind of bragging on you. I said, well, Jeff, what happens in a situation where you need to get on to coach Hodson? Mm -hmm. How does that go? Because I can just imagine, you know, yeah. excuse up. me, sir. <laughs> but, but I think that's, that's such a fun element of what you bring is like you're going to be a guy who's going to get out there and, you know, I think you're going to command attention.
1: Yeah, and and hopefully we we never get to a point where Jeff needs to get on me, but yeah, right. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I I love and respect Jeff, so it wouldn't be that difficult. But uh, yeah, I think I, I'm I'm gonna bring energy. I think this yeah. this community is uh, looking for that, and um, our guy, you know, our guys want that. They want to be coached, and they want to be coached by someone with some enthusiasm. And um, so I I think that you'll definitely get that from us.
0: Can we talk? Uh, one of the things we like to do on our show is kind of like pull the curtain back because I feel like if people know the human being that is not just a head coach we see on TV doing sports interviews, but if we know the person who is Brian Hudson, if I were to say to you, kind of give me an overview of of who you are and why you are the way you are today, how would you kind of encapsulate that? Yeah, I would say, um, I've,
1: I've overcame some adversity in my lifetime from the time I was a, a, a child. And, um, been very, very fortunate uh, to be around some good, loving people. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing, nothing's been given to me. I've kind of yeah. uh, kicked down doors, so to speak, and, and forced my way into this, uh, because it's my dream. And I, and I was fortunate to be, uh, raised by my adopted parents who, uh, basically instilled in me from a young age that whatever I wanted to do, I, I could do it. So, um, you know, I'm, 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 kind of relay that same message to our guys um, and, and build confidence in them because that's that's how I was raised. And uh, every time our guys step on the floor, I want them to feel um, that they're the best player in the gym and, and, and go out there and play with confidence uh, and not play fearing to make mistakes. So um, I'm, I'm a people lover. Uh, that's why, you know, you'll hear I'm out in the community a bunch. Yeah. I I enjoy that. I want to meet people. I want to spend time with people that support us Um Okay. And, and so you'll see me out and about a, a bunch. And uh, with with my background, I, I, I love being around children. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to do some camps uh, coming up here soon for some foster children in the community, and uh, that's near and dear to my heart. But okay. um, you know, helping helping young men, helping young children is is is, is uh, something that I'm really passionate about.
0: When did you end up with
1: your foster parents? I mm-hmm. was uh, I was placed into foster care when I was uh, just old, just under a year old. Uh, And then I was later adopted uh, when I was two um, and uh, spent my the rest of my childhood and, and mm-hmm. uh, with that family. So I was born to a teenage mother uh, for 15 when she gave birth to me, uh, 14 when she uh, became pregnant with me and mm-hmm. uh, she tried her best, but some uh, there was some tough circumstances there and um, which, which ended up, um, you know, me needing a foster home. Sure. Uh, and so, uh, but I, I was fortunate to be, to be raised by two loving people. I think it takes special, special people to bring a child into their home that yep. they did not birth and, and, and raise them as if they, and love them as if they did, and, and my family did that
0: for me. I was talking to uh, the Chancellor Todd Shields, and he was talking he had been at an event that you had done, um, and I guess he had spoke to some some recruits who had come in, and he told me, he said, "I want you to get to know Coach Hodson, and I want you to get to know his fiance because they're really good people." And he said that he watches how you deal with not just a recruit, but with you're recruiting the family as well. And when these parents come in and they realize that you're going to look over their kids, you're going to look after their kids, and that your job is to be their protector on campus, he said that's winning people over. And you know, you have a history of being able to recruit. Do you think your background has led you to that, where that's that's your strength because of how you connect?
1: Yeah, one one thousand percent. You know, if you my 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 childhood story is public now, I started speaking on it. Uh, Probably about eight years ago when I first got into Division I basketball, uh, a local sports writer from my hometown asked me to share my story uh, around the holidays to to give hope to maybe some other children that were in the foster care system. And uh, so if you if you know anything about my background, um, you know, really. There's not much that a a recruiter's family uh, are going to present to me uh, that they may be going through that I I didn't go through myself or uh, didn't see firsthand or or had some experience with. So um, oftentimes that guy in that first chair, um, it can be intimidating. You know, the the head coach title can be intimidating. And um, I don't don't ever want them to feel that way. I want them to feel that I understand who they are, where they're coming from, uh, that their son is going to make mistakes uh and then i'm here to help them through that and i think truth uh, it's one of our core values of our program truth is just so important uh and and the young men that we're recruiting uh they they can smell bs from a mile away yeah. and so uh, i think just just understanding that they're going to have a truthful open relationship with uh, myself and my staff it, it's a big deal
0: when did you fall in love with basketball
1: you know, I, uh, it, everything kind of ties back to my childhood. You know, I I, I uh, was with the Hodson family. I was adopted already at this point. So I was actually born to a, a totally different name. I, my right. name at birth was uh, Brandon David Kramer. Uh, really? Yes. Yeah, I uh, so, crazy. yeah. Okay. So uh, changed my name uh, just right, right after I was two years old. Um, and I, you know, there was a lot of kids in the house. Yeah. Um, so my parents, they're just, unbelievable people and uh, i don't think they ever said no so whenever right. there was a kid in need uh, whether it was a uh, emergency you know one night situation or even up to several years they would foster those kids and so oftentimes i was sharing a room with two or three other kids and there yeah. was uh ten, 10 kids running around the house and so i kind of found peace out on in our driveway there was yeah. a basketball hoop there and uh, i give credit to my older brother um, Garrett, who I don't I don't know that he's ever shot probably more than 10 total shot basketball <laughs> shots in his entire life because we're two totally different people. He's probably the smartest human being I've ever met, valedictorian of his class, full academic scholarship at St. Bonaventure. Uh, but I think he, to develop a relationship with me, because there was such a big age gap, uh, he would pick me up on Saturday mornings and take me to St. Bonaventure basketball games uh, and to go and sit there and watch A-10 basketball games. I thought those guys were... The the best players in the world and i just fell in love with the game
0: so at what point did you decide you wanted to take this from being something you enjoyed to watch and participate in to being a career because that's a big step and a lot of times when you take that step you know a lot of people dream of that but it's hard to get there it's hard to become a head coach uh what was the point in your life where you said hey i want to do this i'm gonna chase it
1: yeah i think honestly as a player um I was uh, never the best player on my team. I was always competitive. Um, I was kind of like a coach on the floor. I I just enjoyed it. Um, and so as I continued that and, and, and went on to play in college, um, you know, I played junior college for two years, uh, in Jamestown, New York, Jamestown community college. And our assistant coach, we would, we would take vans to all of our games back then. And so I would ride shotgun with him and just, just pick his brain about the coaching business. And, um, and, and man, I just found it so fascinating, uh, being able to impact young people, yeah. uh, and being able to be around the game that I love. But also um, the challenge, the challenge of getting in this business and staying in this business. Um, You know, someone, one of my assistants gave me a stat the other day, which is kind of crazy. There's, it's, it's harder to become a Division One head coach, numbers wise, percentage wise, right. than it is to get a guaranteed NBA roster spot. Oh, wow. There's more guaranteed NBA roster spot than yeah, right. roster spots than there are Division One head coaching opportunities. Uh, and so just the challenge of, uh, and, and the competition is, is something that I love.
0: Coach Brian Hodson joins us in studio this morning. I can tell, and I, this might seem weird as two dudes sitting in a room and Kelly in here is going to listen to me say this, no, it's awkward. I can sense your heart though. Like, just talking to you. And that's what I wanted people to know. Like,
2: I want to suit up. I'm ready yeah, to play. This ain't just I'll about go. the freaking
0: numbers and <laughs> stats and recruits. Like, the person that we're talking to, um, you know, charming, nice. The story is going to work. Uh, but, you know, so you're at Alabama. Let's, let's go through that. Let's get the journey to Arkansas State. Uh, you're doing well at Alabama recruiting, and you're getting tons of national attention for what you're doing. Uh, the opportunity comes up for Arkansas State. The head coaching job comes open it's a big deal to leave it's a big deal to leave something you're comfortable in what made this one the Arkansas state job the right job for you to say hey Alabama I'm out I'm on I'm gonna try this
1: simple answer uh, short answer Jeff Perrington. Yeah. Um it is tough to leave and and um, I think again back to my childhood I don't love change yeah. um, and we had a we had a good thing going in Alabama we were number one in the country one uh, the sec two out of the last three years. Uh, and, and, and it really, I enjoyed it because people told us we couldn't, yeah. you know, well, it's a football school. You can't win there in yeah. basketball. Well, we did. Yeah. Um, and so I was enjoying that. Um, I had some other opportunities come up and, and I wasn't a guy that was in a rush to be a head coach. You know, everybody, everybody wants to be the boss, and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> but there's, there's stuff that comes with that, that, you know, I just, I was enjoying, uh, being where my feet were and, and, and I had a great boss in Nate Oates. Uh, but when this job opened uh, and Jeff Pirrington called, uh, I was fortunate enough to work. Uh, Je- Jeff was our direct supervisor at Alabama, oversaw men's basketball. Um, so I worked with Jeff on a day-to-day basis. And his passion uh, is a big deal to me. But also, Jeff was in a position at Alabama. Uh, Jeff was directly hired by Nick Saban. Right. Um, And, you know, I think everybody knows if there's if 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 you're uh, if you've got Nick Saban on your side in the state of Alabama, (laughs) uh, you're you're in a good spot. So for him to leave that and come here, I knew that this place had to be special. Uh, So as soon as I got that phone call, I kind of dug deep uh, into this university and this community and knew it was something I wanted to be a part of.
0: A bunch of stuff coming up. It's it's really it's go time, right? Like this is exhibitions are right around the corner. The season's right around the corner. It seems like you're still on the road too. Are you still recruiting? Yes, nonsense. Does it ever stop?
1: No, it doesn't. Not if you want to be any good. Um, Yeah, we're on the road quite a bit and and practice every day. And it's just uh, finding a balance of uh, of you know uh, spending enough time with our guys here while also making sure that we keep players coming in here.
0: So the first exhibition game is going to happen October the twenty fifth. It's a Wednesday. Uh, and and that's a big deal for you. And I want to talk about the importance of exhibition games in a second. Uh, you guys just made the big announcement that uh, you're going to be playing UCA as an exhibition game, which is going to be a fundraiser for wind relief and recovery. I know you guys sent people down there as soon as that happened back in March. Uh, tell me the importance of exhibition games. Is it because you haven't had the chance to get these guys suited up against other people? Is that why that's important? Is this, do you judge the team based on this or how does that look?
1: A little bit of everything. It's uh, basically an exhibition game um, is a is a live practice in front of other people. Yeah. Uh, when I say practice, I mean, obviously it doesn't necessarily count towards your win-loss record, but we're going to have fans in the stands. Um, the, the lights are going to be on, and we're going to have uh, three officials out there. And um, So really it's an opportunity for us, our, our guys, to uh, get a game environment before we're, we're thrown into the fire. Um, and so you have the opportunity – the NCAA gives you opportunity to do a closed scrimmage and uh, an exhibition or file a waiver uh, to do two exhibitions. But that second exhibition needs to be uh, towards a charity. That's right. So uh, what a, what a great opportunity for us to help support the people and win uh, after that tragic event. And uh, to us, it was a no brainer and credit to central Arkansas. As soon as we presented the idea to them, uh, they were 100% on board. And so uh, we're excited to, to be able to play in front of our fans, but also Support a great cause.
0: Coach Brian Hodson joins us in studio. A couple more things with you before you get to go. Um, the golf tournament that you guys did. You came in with this vision. You're going to do a golf tournament. And we talked to the Impact Club and Dustin Kellum's and, and we kind of talked about that on the radio. And uh, I was like, wow, that's a that's a big hope. That's a big thing. You guys dreamed big. And then when I talked to you the night before the golf tournament, it was packed, sold out, big fundraiser. What the heck, man? Like, how did that work out so big? Because I thought the dream was pretty lofty. What? How did it come together?
1: Yeah, I think um, you know we've got expectations for our program and in our in this community, and um, we we want to we're we're going to bring an energy that wants people to be involved, and um, you know we I, I think this community loves. Uh, Arkansas State University—they they love supporting our programs here. Um, I think they're on board with helping us out. And so when we had the, the idea of the golf tournament, um, you know, we had some people say, "Well, wow, that's going to be tough to do here in Jonesboro." <laughs> yeah. And uh, so just just like I said, I'm kind of I'm kind of the guy that likes to prove people wrong. <laughs> right. And I said, "Okay, you know, <laughs> sit back and watch." So yeah. uh, we we sold it out. Every single sponsorship opportunity was sold. Every um, every foursome was sold. And we're so appreciative of the people that supported us. And, and came out to that event. It was a huge deal for our program.
0: Can I challenge you again? Yeah, I want to challenge you to sell every ticket for Boots and Ballers. Can we work on that? Yeah,
1: we can work on that. I mean, um, I, we first I need to find out where the limit is so I know yeah. what I've got to get to. How but, many
0: tables you got? Yeah, how many?
1: Yeah, how many tables I got? Once we get there, <laughs> um, I'm I'm up for that challenge. And
0: I think you can do it. Like, I, I just believe in. I look in your eyes. I'm like this dude believes he's going to change the world here.
1: Yeah, and and my thing is. Um, obviously, there's a price tag with these events. You know, yep. buying the table or sponsoring the event. Uh, but myself, my staff, and and our players, uh, we're going to be there. Uh, we want to be there. We're going to interact, and and we promise people are going to have a good time. And uh, we're going to put our own spin on things. We're yep. going to hopefully in the next week or so announce a couple, uh, one or two celebrity guests. I think that people will enjoy uh, hearing from and meeting. Um, but yeah, we're we're really excited for the event.
0: So, Boots and Ballers is going to be happening on Thursday, October the 26th, at First National Bank Arena. This is an event, and I think I was there for the very first one that we ever did as as a host. Um, so, let's kind of talk through for people who haven't been. You know, maybe like let, let's buy in on Brian Hudson basketball. What's it going to look like for Boots and Ballers? What's going to be different this year?
1: You know, um, I'll be honest with you. In the past, they've done a great job here. This is a great event. event. It's a a great event. And so uh, credit to to Coach Bellotto and the last staff. And, uh, I mean, they they really did uh, put on a great event. So um, we're not going to change everything. We want to put our own spin on on things. um, But not much is going to change. Really, what it is is an opportunity for uh, the community, local businesses uh, to come out, meet our guys, meet our staff, interact with us. Uh, in a, in a, uh, in a social setting, uh, before we get rolling. And, uh, because right after that, uh, it's go time and we're going to be in and out of town and, uh, and we're going to be playing games and it's a lot harder for us to get out in the community. Uh, so we've made a, uh, a concerted effort to get out as much as we can before that. Uh, but just just to have a good time and celebrate the start of basketball season uh, right about that time we'll be celebrating a couple more football wins and now, and in uh, a bowl in a bull berth so um, I think it'll just be a fun time here in Jonesboro um, and, and just a time for people to get to know our guys uh, for those I know there's been some questions out there we did change some of the pricing on things mm-hmm. um, and what we did was we do have those platinum level tables mm-hmm. um, and, and obviously anybody can purchase those but really ge- geared towards businesses, local businesses, uh, and what I want to do on those tables you know that $2,500 price tag is challenge local businesses to support us Yes yeah, um, and come out buy a $2,500 table bring your employees uh, and let's have a good time get to meet our guys and because those are also the same companies we need to come to our games yeah. uh, you know get your employees tickets you know give them I think it's it's just like anything else in the world show your employees a good time get them tickets to a football game a basketball game and, and work production usually tends to go up you yeah. know You're your employees right. appreciate things like that and so that $2,500 those platinum tables, obviously we've had some individuals buy them And we're so appreciative But really going to start you know, pressuring some businesses here in town uh, You know, Hey, you, you tell us you want to support us And you love A-State basketball <laughs> yeah. Here you go, here's an invoice, buddy
0: Yeah, no, It's going to be a great event it's ha- It has been a great event It's going to be interesting to see how like the new spin and the new energy Because I can feel your energy, I can feel the vibe uh, Quickly, what's it going to be like on the field On the court, I'm sorry uh, When we get on the court, when we see you guys out there At, at the arena, First National Bank Arena What's it going to look like?
1: Yeah, so I think um, you're going to see it's going to be a lot different from what you're used to. Uh, We're 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 aiming to be one of the fastest basketball teams in the country uh, in terms of pace of play. Uh, But with that, um, you know, I I always tell our guys you can play really fast and you can also lose really fast. Uh, So we want to play fast but play efficient basketball. Uh, We're big on numbers and analytics. um, So we, you know, that's something that I I learned and, and I'm bringing with me from Nate Oates. So we study the game. We really spend time uh, breaking everything down and teaching our guys uh, expected shot values and where we need to be getting our shots from. Yeah. Even though we're playing this fast, and they're they're adjusting very well. I mean, kids want to play fast. Yeah. I mean, you watch, you turn the NBA on. That's that's how the game's played in the NBA. Uh, and so I think you can you'll you'll can expect to see uh, a team that's going to get up and down at a, at a good clip.
0: A-StateRedWolves.com to find out more about basketball, to find out more about the exhibition games, about boots and ballers, about season tickets, single game tickets, all that different stuff. Uh, my wife did have one question she wanted me to ask you. Let's hear it. She just wanted to know if your fiancé was here. My
1: fiance she's she's at the house. I mean, she could probably jog here in about eight minutes. But uh, so, uh, my fiance we're we're uh, we're expecting a baby. We're expecting a son on on uh, January seventeenth. right oh now gosh. is our due date. Yes. that's quicker than I
0: thought. Yes, Dang. yes, yes.
1: We uh, we did everything all at once. Got engaged, moved to Jonesboro, and have a, have a boy <laughs> on the way. Um, so uh, she is. You want uh, a
0: challenge, right? You're going. Yeah, do it yeah, all. yeah. We're going to
1: do it all. And uh, so, um, but no, she's she. Uh, we do need to get her in here in studio. She- I mean, beautiful. Thank she's you. That, beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. That's definitely uh, – people talk about my recruiting. That's my number one <laughs> too, for sure. Um, and so I, I think I've heard more, um, you know, you've outkicked your coverage than anything yes, else. Around here. Yes, I'm yes. like, hey, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, it. Go you know? away, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, no, but so like my wife uh, – Brandon hears that all the time. Oh, I too. hear it all the time too. Uh, <laughs> but my wife literally, she's like, I saw Hodson's fiance. I guess you guys were walking somewhere at football at a, at a game. And mm-hmm. my wife isn't going to stop random people. She just doesn't do that. She's like – I stopped her and told her, I think you might be the most gorgeous person I've ever seen in person. So, yep.
1: congratulations. Yeah, well, thank on you that. very much. Yeah,
0: I know she'll appreciate that. All right, one more thing. You have one minute? I have whatever you need. I'm good. Can we do five questions with the coach? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Five questions, Coach Brian here Hodson. This is all on Kelly. So, if these are bad, you can blame her.
2: <sighs> Brandon, what's the first major concert you ever attended?
0: All
1: right, no judgment here.
2: Okay. <laughs> this uh, is a judge free zone. Uh, so,
1: uh, do you remember and one mixtape? Yeah. The yeah. And one street was a big TV show when yeah. I was when uh-huh. I was growing up and everybody wanted to be an and one street baller. Well, yeah. they did a, uh, a deal in Cleveland, uh, where they did, uh, they had the and one mixtape basketball game there and an open run right outside back then. It was, uh, I believe it was called the Gund arena. Now it's quick and loans arena. Yep. Uh, but at halftime of that, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Come perform. on, <laughs> and yes, and man, I was fired up. No, we. I think we listened to Bone Thugs all the way from uh, down down the ninety, all the way to
2: Cleveland. All for two right, a hours. that's a good one. All right, what is your favorite hobby that has nothing to do with basketball?
1: I love to cook. Oh, come um, on. Yeah, so I. Um, I've got a, I've got a couple smokers. I can cook anything from Italian to barbecue, you name it. So, oh, uh, you know, on a Sunday I like watching my Buffalo Bills and uh, you know, coming up with something unique to to cook uh for me and Jordan, but um yeah, it's something that I kind of watched my mom growing up and and really took a took a liking to.
2: Okay. Last show you binged.
1: Last show I binged. I'm not a huge TV guy. Oh, Yellowstone.
0: Okay. okay. Great TV it.
1: show. I, I mean, I need I need more. I mean, mm-hmm. I, this time of year when I'm basketball, basketball, basketball all day long, I need some. I need another season. I need something. An but escape. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Yellowstone was the yeah. show for sure.
2: First celebrity crush.
1: Oh gosh, your fiance wait, might wait, wait. be listening. How old are you? Thirty six. Okay. Okay. Jennifer Lopez. Not even close. Okay. I okay. Mean, yeah. I mean, you go back to those music videos with Ja Rule. Come I think on, everybody will yeah. understand. Okay. Yeah. No, I get yeah.
2: it. And, and, yeah.
0: She's still amazing, right? Yep, yes. she is. She's
2: an alien. And if we were able to look through your contacts on your oh, phone, geez, who is this. the most famous person's number you have? Oh, man. We've had the best answers. No pressure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't screw it up. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, if you say Lainey Wilson. No,
0: it's... No, no. Okay.
2: That, that's a tough...
1: I've, I've got a few contacts in there. Um, I don't want to insult anybody, but... Um,
2: <laughs>
0: Butch Jones. There Butch you go. Jones okay. For sure. All yeah. right. Butch Jones. So, in a fight, who would win? Your coach. Coach Jones.
2: Brandon, that's a horrible... Question. Well, the good in thing about the good
0: thing about butch is he would have direct aim at the crotch okay if he was standing
1: yeah um can't say i yeah. love butch but i but i think i'm, I'm gonna have, i'm gonna take myself in that no. one here. just the age difference you know he's butch butch is uh I don't know. He's probably in better shape than me. It'd be a good fight. Who has better shoes?
2: Oh, Butch. I'm Butch sorry. By- <laughs> my, my, I'm sorry. I said that too fast. Yeah, you did. Because you, you, you oh. haven't
1: been to my closet. Okay. Now. I have okay, not, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, this is where Butch and I really get along before oh, we so were shoes? even at Arkansas State. We're both big shoe guys. Oh. But... uh I, your answer is correct. I mean, if you saw Butch's contract at Tennessee, yeah, he could he, could, he could afford some stuff that I could not afford. So, uh, but Butch, yeah, Butch's Butch's got an elite elite shoe closet as, as well. I'm working my way
0: towards that. That's awesome. We were in his house one time for some recruiting event, and we were trying to hide my wife's purse. We opened what we thought was just a closet in the hallway. It was a whole closet of like- like shoes on display, and it yeah. was so ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I've got something similar. We'll we'll have okay. you over, okay. we'll have you over sometime. He's got. You know, he's got a unique, he's got the designer stuff to, mm-hmm. but to the sneakers. I'm more of a, a sneaker head. I've got, I've got pretty much any Jordan you can think of and yep. some real uh, limited stuff so that that some athlete friends of mine have sent me. But I'm also a big shoe guy.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's, so I have a 14-year-old son. He would love to come mm-hmm. look at that. Yeah, so.
1: bring him by. Bring him by.
0: Coach Brian Hodson joins us in studio. As Kelly said, we're going to want to run through walls for you. Yeah. Um, Just great to have you in. We knew we thought we would click, and uh, we just appreciate you coming in. Yeah, we know we took a lot of time. Hey,
1: anytime. It's right on the way to work. So you let me know, I'll stop in. There you
0: go. A-StateRedWolves.com to find out more about A-State basketball and get your tickets for the exhibitions and Boots and Ballers. From Arkansas, for Arkansas, this is Arkansas' Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly.